Welcome to Beauty by Design, the intersection of inner and outer beauty. I'm your host, Michaela McLean, a master esthetician who uses human design to empower people to love and accept themselves from the inside out. Let's get you high on you. Hey everyone, welcome back. Thanks for joining me again. We have got an exciting new moon in Aquarius to discuss. I am really quite jazzed about this one. Um, but before we get into it, I've got to tell you about some of the things I have going on. This coming Thursday night on the 26th at 6 p.m., I have an energetic RX class at the Gloco that's here in Spokane. This is owned by Annalisa Martin of Find Your Glow. Um, beautiful, beautiful space, very magical place. And I'm going to be doing a rest, restoration, rejuvenation type of experience for beauty practitioners. So the estheticians and the hairstylists and the nail people, you know, like everyone, everyone, massage therapists, whoever, um, Reiki practitioners, just everybody that's in that very hands-on caring kind of world um, that oftentimes doesn't get to be cared for themselves. So very excited about that one. Link will be in my bio over on Instagram. You can get tickets if you're here. It's very limited space. So if you're hearing this and you think you want to do that, oh my gosh, go sign up. It's going to be intuitive stretching. <laughs> I'm like, I hesitate to say yoga, you know, just to just get in your body, feel good in your body meditation, sound healing, beauty reiki, yoga nidra, my my energetic beauty sleep, all kinds of cool stuff. Really really just help you rest and reset. So it's very very low key, very much just come relax, receive. Yeah, and I have plans for that. I have plans to do more of that and make it even more accessible to many more people. So hold tight for that. Of course, there's my $11 masterclasses, the human design aura type, all the things that you need to know before you schedule a one-on-one -on -one with me. So the class is a prerequisite. Um, that's why I make them super affordable so that you can learn all the things you need to know and then get deep into your chart. And yeah, my one-on-one -on -one booking is open in a very, very limited capacity, um, mainly looking to work with aesthetic professionals, estheticians, injectors, you know, that whole, my, my people. Um, to really help them dial up the magnetism in what they are doing. And then, of course, working away on the back end, trainings, <laughs> trainings, and I think a membership. Some, some There's some cool stuff coming. Um, again, accessibility, I think, is really important to me that you have you have that ability from, from kind of like, yes, one-on-one, -on -one, but all the way to, I mean, like this podcast, it's free you know, just, just a different, different variety of ways to, to kind of get to people and help them. So cool things coming. Stay tuned. Um, links will be in the show notes. And of course, in my bio over on Instagram at Michaela McLean. All right, let's get on to the episode. So this new moon occurs tomorrow, Saturday, January 21st at 1253 PM Pacific new moons as always. This is our time to plant seeds, set the intentions. We are really, you know, very intentionally trying to create the life that we want. And every new moon is, it marks the beginning of a six month cycle that completes with that corresponding full moon. So the full moon in Aquarius will happen during 
Leo season six months from now. So that's when we kind of get to see like reap the rewards, you know, the harvest, all of that of whatever we're doing right now. And always, I know I say this in the full moon ones, but it's like six months is a minute. You know, you can, you can do a lot, a lot in six, in six months. And actually I'm thinking back to, um, Ryan Marquardt, my friend, the astrologer who did the 2023 preview. And I keep thinking about that. I'm like, oh, this is supposed to be quite a year for me. I'm very excited. And I'm like, yeah, in six months time, I, this year I'm, I'm expecting some progress. I finally feel, you know, you finally feel like things are coming together. That's kind of where I'm at right now. So Plant those seeds, people. All right. Um, of course, new moon phase is amazing at conducting the beauty and self-care rituals that harness the energy of the transits, you know, just working right along with what's going on in the sky. And of course, every new moon, I suggest this. If you've heard this once, you've heard me say it a million times, exfoliation is both a physical and an energetic act. You are sloughing off the past to prepare for the future, you know? You're going to dermaplane the face before you put, you know, like good things on there. You're going to do the peel, your whatever it is. You're like, you know that you are taking off the old stratum corneum, letting those products penetrate even better. Um, so it's the same kind of thing. Your intentions, like let's let's exfoliate, let's get rid of the old, so that the new really can take root, right? So I always think, fresh sheets, fresh towels, open the windows. Let let the circulation come in. Let's let's refresh. And since this new moon is in Aquarius, we're going to talk about some ways to bring that energy into your beauty rituals. So always love to start with some keywords just to kind of get you in the vibe of it. And Aquarius is, you know, it's the second to the last sign of the zodiac. Um, it is now we're in that transpersonal Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces, my sign, um, is transpersonal. It kind of just goes beyond the individual. It goes beyond one-on-one relationships. This is like big, big picture stuff. So Aquarius is very objective. It's scientific. It's very friendship oriented. It, I always say it's like the humanitarian of the Zodiac. It's very altruistic, totally unconventional, <laughs> very forward and futuristic thinking. And it's a revolutionary it's like kind of an eternal teenager too. It's a champion of others. It's progressive. It's all about like freedom and liberty and just, you know, he's kind of think of like, let your freak flag fly. You know, you do you, I'll do me. We'll love and respect each other for it. Right. Um, very live and let live. And I laugh. I have to, I have to put this out here because um, I, my Mercury is in Aquarius and so is my South node. So I'm a Pisces, but I've got that like, I always think Aquarius, like mad scientist kind of thing going on. Um, which, by the way, me, Albert Einstein, Steve Jobs, Erica Badu, I'm like, I don't, I'm, I'm on a mission to find out who else is like this. We're all Pisces with Mercury and Aquarius. So I'm like, it's kind of a, this fun little club. I'm like, kind of try to keep adding people to it. <laughs> so I was like, it's, it's space mermaid territory. Um, but Aquarius, okay, so I, when I was a kid, I would always um, read Peanuts, you know, like Charlie Brown comics at my grandma's house when I'd stay the night. She had a bunch up upstairs in one of the bedrooms I'd stay in. And Linus had this quote, and it's always stuck with me. And I'm like, this is the most Aquarian thing ever. And it was, he's like, I love mankind. It's people I can't stand. And I was like, yes, 
<laughs> you know, because Aquarius love, you know, like the idea of like humans and mankind and, you know, doing good for everybody. It's like so important. But then, oh my gosh, like also it's known for being pretty detached and like don't get near me sometimes kind of vibes. So anyway, that one just tickles me. I had to throw that in there. My my family gets to hear that one. <laughs> so Aquarius is yang energy. It's fixed air. Um, and I think of this, you know, it's like it rules things like electricity and technology. So like static electricity, you know, that fixed element where it's not, it's not going all the way. It's not like, a, oh, a little breeze like Libra. It's like, yeah, very electric. Um, and I was thinking that and I was like, oh, what a great time. You know, microcurrent facials, lasers, energy devices. That is all very Aquarian beauty technology. Um, I got a new LED mask from Omnilux, which is one we used to use the, the big Omnilux back in my derm days. And, um, you know, I'm like, again, things that were very futuristic. I had these like types of devices and masks way back when, and everybody thought I was crazy. And I'm like, ah, there you go. Now it's, now it's super commonplace, but, um, yeah, you know, Aquarius is oftentimes very ahead of the curve. So, this is a great time to start envisioning basically really, you know, I'm like there's the new year and then there's the human design new year, which is right now when the sun moves into gate 41 later tomorrow night. Um, that is officially the new year in human design. And I love that it comes a few weeks after what we consider the new year, just because it gives you, gives you a minute to kind of recover from the holidays and then really have that time to sort of dream and plan and hope, um, you know, what you're wanting, wanting to see, what you're wanting to create. And again, Aquarius is such a futuristic sign. It really is concerned about, you know, over, over the long haul, like really looking forward. So Aquarius is ruled by Uranus. Um, its traditional ruler before that planet was discovered was Saturn. Saturn ruled both Capricorn and Aquarius. Which is funny because I'm like Capricorn's like a rule maker and Aquarius is the rule breaker. Um, it is the planet Uranus is the planet of eccentricity, and it actually spins on its side, which is pretty cool. Um, it's about innovation, radical change. I was like, it's the mad scientist of planets. You know, kind of why I brought up like Albert Einstein before. You know, um, it sits beyond Saturn. So now we're at the beginning of the outer, what's called the outer planets. You hit Saturn and that's the one that you could see with like your naked eye back in the day. And then, then comes along Uranus. You know, it's like, whoa, we're going out further than we thought possible as essentially, you know, kind of what Uranus represents. Um, before it was discovered, we thought things ended there at Saturn. You know, so the, this metaphoric thing going on that we're pushing beyond those outer limits. Um, in human design kind of mythology, that is when we became nine-centered beings, moving beyond, you know, the seven chakras. And with the discovery of Uranus, um, that's when projectors came about. You know, up until that point, we lived a Saturnian lifespan, which is like 28-ish years. That's when you have your Saturn return somewhere in that neck of the woods, 27 to 29. Um yeah, I mean, our life expectancy as human beings was not that long. And then Uranus is discovered and it increases. It's like 84-ish years. That's that's its cycle. So it's like, well, now we have way more life. We have more lifetime to live. And like, what are we doing with our time? 
um, it had previously been about just survival. You know, are you even going to be old enough to like have and see any children, let alone grandchildren? And then as we begin to live longer, that's that's where we need the projectors. We need to know how to do it. We need projectors to guide us. So just kind of a little fun fact, um, how Uranus is like really quite significant in in human design and the development of of the system. So in human design, as a planet, it represents your uniqueness and your differentiation, which is exactly what human design is about. <laughs> like that is, that's human design in a nutshell is like really how different we all are, which is where I get it. Um, my friends that have to hear me where I'm like, ah, that's so basic, you know, like the basic posts of projectors are like this and generators are like that. You're like, oh, there's a whole world inside your chart and that is just the really, really high level stuff. Um, it gets so fascinating the deeper you go and the more you're like, wow, every single one of us is really so different. Um, so Uranus, sorry, on a tangent. You can explore your Uranus placements. It's the third glyph up from the bottom on either side of the chart, the black and the red. Um, you can you know, go straight up to the third one up. That is going to be, yeah, see what gate you have there or gates. My In my case, I have it in gate 14, both sides of my chart, obviously different line numbers. Um, so on one side, it's Sagittarius. On the other side, it's Scorpio, but they're both gate 14. And in my case, 14, right? So just kind of a little example. It's like, it's possession in great measure. It's the gate of power skills. It's about resources and empowering direction in life. So I think this is really cool. You know, it's about leaning in, utilizing natural gifts. The more unique, the better, right? And Uranus is about your uniqueness. And doing the work that you love basically will automatically generate wealth, abundance, power, you know, all the cool things that you need to make a basically a positive mutative impact on the world around you. So it's one of the three abundance gates in human design. Sometimes they call it a natural inheritance. Um, so, I mean, just again, as an example of like how I'm seeing this in my chart, like, wow, actually the weirder, the better. So the fact that I'm doing whatever it is that I'm doing, just saying this to somebody earlier today, like creating my own little niche within the aesthetics industry it's like, well, okay, you know, it doesn't feel like work to me. I love it so much. This we're right on track. I'm doing doing kind of off the wall things. So what does your Uranus say about you? Um, hey, I don't know. Do a little exploration. Then go listen to the episode, the episode that your Uranus placement is in. See, see what you think. Um, you could take a salt bath to cleanse and release. We say, you know, symbolically letting go and wrapping up that cycle. A couple of the oils I love for Aquarius, frankincense, you know, again, we use that one in Capricorn season, but love that oil. And again, you know, the, the bridge of this particular gate, 60 goes between Capricorn and Aquarius, Saturn previously ruled, or technically you know if you want to go traditional ruler rules both of those signs so i kind of love that i'm like oh that that's a beautiful a beautiful crossover but then aquarius also and don't shoot me for this but patchouli yeah people have a thing about that oil but it brings a beautiful depth and i don't know just um a really cool element to different blends so 
which in in one of my all-time favorite blends is Little Fox's Cedar Fever, and it has patchouli in it. Oh my God, it's so beautiful. Um, Because a depth that lingers, it's just, it really rounds things out. So love. It just needs to be mixed with the right things, I always think. And then crystals, you know, I'm always going to say throw a clear quartz in the, don't literally throw it, but put a clear quartz in the bath to amplify whatever you're doing with oils and whatnot. Um, but also amethyst is is a crystal for Aquarius, but also moldavite, um, really beautiful green stone that was formed when like a meteor hit, hit um, God, I want to say over in Russia, I can't remember exactly, but it hit and it formed all these really really kind of different crystals and so um it's a little bit harder to acquire you know higher price for that reason but very cool stone very um outer spacey you know so very aquarius and yeah i mean even that crystal patchouli i'm like there you go it's like it's not everybody's cup of tea but that's very aquarius like hi i'm gonna go against the grain you know like i'm gonna do me thanks um you know, also getting weird, getting weird with it. Aquarius is about being ahead of the curve, being being that futuristic, uh, you know, and again, doing doing things differently. So what sort of alternative healing modalities appeal to you? I laugh because I have like Reiki and acupuncture. I'm like, do those even fall in that category anymore? It's like, they're so normal, but it used to be very, you know, considered out there. Um, but anything you can think of, it's like, wow okay i've not heard of that that's different i'd like to explore that knock yourself out you know um aquarius is about the big group so i'm like group meditation retreats community involvement that's an important one um kundalini yoga that's a great one for aquarian energy it was like considered of that era and that age um lots of yeah, I love it. It's very out there, but also really cool. Um, Aquarius is also concerned about making the world a better place for everyone. You know, it's the sign that cares about equality, celebrating our differences, having the freedom to be who you want to be. So beautiful time. I already mentioned like community involvement, but volunteerism, activism, just really kind of seeing that there's a world outside of ourselves is a, is a big thing for Aquarius. And it rules, Aquarius rules the lower legs, ankles, nervous system. So finding a way to actually calm your nervous system, you know, that's, that is a excellent beauty treatment. Um, you know, because this, as a science, mental airiness is prone to anxiety. So, you know, like, okay, having a Reiki session or beauty Reiki session. Hi, training coming. Um, taking adaptogens like ashwagandha, listening to, I mean, I'm making... I've for years made yoga nidras, but I'm going to have ones that I'm going to be putting out, you know, with like megahertz frequencies in the background or binaural beats, things like that, you know, stuff that's really going to allow your nervous system like calm and reset and feel very safe. Um, so yeah, anything, anything that's going to help that, I mean, getting a facial, you know, like going to be helpful. Of course, meditation. I'm like, I'll have a meditation for this new moon here very soon um, you know and at the core of it i'm just thinking all the aquarian things it's like being an individual like finding your own individual beauty not trying to be cookie cutter not having to be like everybody else 
um, adhering to one standard of beauty or whatever. It's like, do your own thing. You know, human design, like I said, it's the science of differentiation. It does not get more Aquarian than that. Um, yeah, my favorite practice, of course, new moon journaling, writing it all down on paper. What are you calling in? What are you getting serious about? You know, make it, make it legit. Put your pen on the paper. Um, and like I said, I always use this for self-reflection. You know, look back at it six months from now. What did I write down? And with a new moon, you want to write just after the, the moon is new, you know, because you were planting, planting those seeds if you want to get super technical. So as I said in the Gate 60 episode, which I encourage you to go back and listen if you want the full, the full rundown of the details of this, um, 60 is known as limitation. It's the gate of acceptance. And this is the pressure to mutate, transcend limitation. This energy is about the pressure to push past limitations. It's where all the possibility for evolution, evolution, excuse me, and change stems from. The low expression of 60 is wanting to, you know, just steamroll forward and not wait for the right moment. <laughs> oh my goodness. Mercury is direct, right? I'm just having a heck of a time with my words today. Basically, it's not waiting for the right moment to arrive on its own. You know, a restlessness can be prone to melancholy. It just is so desperate for a change. Now, um, and it's also gate of the old, old rules, regulations, limitations, the things that are holding you back. But the high expression is patience, trust, deep inner knowing. You know, you're gonna be unstoppable when the right time finally does arrive, and basically just be present until it does. You know, I compare this to a little seed. Like I'm ready to, I'm ready to burst out of the ground. It's like, but it's not quite your time yet, but you're down there. You're doing the thing. You're getting ready when the conditions are right. Suddenly, boom, pop, it's all going to happen. So yeah. And being in gate 60, it's, it's this is 60.6. We're at the end of this gate. So like I said, 60 bridges to Saturn world signs. There's the Capricorn and Aquarius and, um, you know, it's about those limitations and restrictions that ultimately give us a reason to dream, to really dream up a better future and break free of this particular energy, you know, because the gate that follows this is gate 41. So we're going into, we're basically going to, into the human design new year that that happens in gate 41. That episode is about to drop too. Um, and 60.6 .6 is like the fully matured, fully expressed energy of of 60 leading into 41 where it's all about you know hopefully in the high expression bringing the dreams and the visions and things to life so my journal prompt here is what limitations am i ready to break free from and what dreams do i want to bring into reality now let's apply this question to the area of your life that it's happening in I will briefly go through all 12 signs, so make sure to listen for your rising sign to understand how to apply this guidance. Okay, so the equation, we've got the new moon, so we're planning new, new intentions, all that good stuff. Gate 60, there's the limitation, and then the house that it's happening in. So if you're in Aries rising, it's community, friend groups, social network, humanitarianism, Taurus rising, career 
professional and public status, discipline and achievement, Gemini is higher learning, world travel, philosophy and religion. Cancer rising is shadow work, power and control and deep transformation. Leo rising is one-on-one relationships and partnerships and collaboration. Libra rising, oh, excuse me, Virgo rising, that's mine. Everyday work, habits, routines, health and wellness. Libra rising, creative self-expression, fun, children, romance, and charisma. Scorpio rising, home environment, family nurturing, and heritage. Sagittarius is the mental plane, communication, local travel, and socialization. Capricorn is the physical body, personal possessions, values, and wealth. Aquarius is the self, personal identity, and appearance. And if you're a Pisces rising, spirituality, healing, surrender, retreat, and mysticism. So always to give you a little example, like I said, I'm a Virgo rising. I'm a Pisces sun, Virgo rising. And I feel like this is me breaking through limitations with my work. The sixth house, everyday work, you know, it's it's sort of how you spend your days. And I know, I've I, again, I've gotten so much clarity recently. It's like I'm bringing in some very futuristic things that are innovative for the aesthetics industry. And that's how I intuitively know I can help so many people. Right. Basically, I can be of service by helping other people help their people even better through my work. Right. Because I'm not in the treatment room anymore. On a personal note, you know, or or not not so much professional, it's like I'm really upping my care for my own nervous system as well. I think that makes a huge difference. And I, I really notice when I'm doing a better job of that you know, doing, doing the extra ashwagandha and things of that nature. And of course, I'm in, I meditate every day for years, but yeah, just really turning up the tile on it. You know, like these are, these are my daily habits that are going to, you know, um, compound and be really powerful and potent. So that's how I'm working with energy. How's it applying to your life? Um, I would love to hear. You can always message me over on Instagram at Michaela McLean. And if you would like an Aquarius beauty ritual, check out my beauty ritual meditation for the new moon in Aquarius that will be, should be posted up right after this one. All right. I will be back soon with more. Of course, I would love it if you enjoyed the show. Apple Podcasts, leave it a five-star rating and review for all the, all the fun stuff and education um, that I'm just over here doing my very Aquarian thing and providing for me for the people right um i've also again got the 11 dollars master classes that are prerequisite to doing a one-on-one with me so booking is open link is in the show notes links in my instagram bio um again kind of kind of um playing with getting a membership going and of course trainings coming all that good stuff so just keep watching you can follow me over on Instagram at Michaela McLean and all the relevant links for everything. That class that I mentioned at the GlowCo, free 23-page guide to human design basics, the $11 classes, the one-on-ones, it's all over there. All right. And until next time, have a beautiful day and enjoy this beautiful new moon. Thank you for listening to Beauty by Design. I appreciate you being here and would love to connect even deeper. The easiest way to reach me is on Instagram at Michaela McLean. Be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share so we can help as many people as possible feel beautiful by design.